today we're going to begin the series, the first one, titled Healthier People. Healthy has more to do than just physical, more to do than just muscle. You see, we need to become healthier people physically, mentally, and spiritually. And let me just give you a few verses on those. Again, this is more of a summary, and we're going to go deeper in the next few weeks about health because I believe it's that important, and I believe it's something God wants for us. You see, we know that God wanted us to be healthy in the sense that he sent Jesus to heal people. He sent his Holy Spirit to empower us that we could also pray and believe for healing. God in the Old Testament, they said that he is our healer. God, my healer. So we know God wants health, or why would he have healed anybody? But let me give you a couple verses. Matthew 14 and 14. It says, When Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Isaiah 53, 5. Listen to this one. We, you know, took communion remembering what he paid for. This is a verse that talks about it. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Okay, I'm not going to go into this too much today, but let me just say this. For this to be a better year, your physical health does matter. We can pray and believe for healing, and I've seen God heal, but sometimes healing doesn't come as quick as we want. Sometimes people feel, well, I have a chronic thing, and I've been praying, but I still have it. Let me just say this. You can be the healthiest you can be. You can pray and believe and work through it and be your healthiest, and this will be the best year ever. Okay? So don't get discouraged and be like, well, I prayed before for healing, and I don't have it yet. Be the healthiest you can be in your physical, uh, physical body and thank the Lord where you're at. Thank him for where he's going to take you. And yes, do believe for healing. Believe for it, get prayer for it, and get excited about what's coming. Okay, physical health. Another area of physical health that Scripture actually talks about is eating, sleeping, and yes, even exercise. Proverbs 23, 20. I'm just going to give you one on this area because, again, we're just summarizing before we go into the series on physical health. Proverbs 23 and 20. Don't associate with people who drink too much wine or stuff themselves with food. Drunkards and gluttons will be reduced to poverty. And if all you do is eat and sleep, you will soon be wearing rags. Hey, you've got to get up. You've got to get out of bed. So interesting scripture actually has some stuff to say about it. You can't be sleeping all day. But also, it talks about our eating in this verse, didn't it? Did you know that eating and eating the wrong foods or too much of certain foods can make you unhealthy? If you're too unhealthy, it affects everything you do. It affects relationships. It affects how well you can or can't work. Right? So even that is something that if you can change one thing, you're going to have a better year this year than last. So I want to say this as well as we begin, because we're going to be talking about a lot of different things in the series. Don't get discouraged or overwhelmed and don't think, I've got to do absolutely everything. You know what? You might just need to do one thing different. You might need to just create one new habit. Okay? So don't get overwhelmed, but know this, for this to be a better year, you've 
going to have to change something. If you change nothing, if you do everything exactly the same as you did this year, then for year, for you, it will be the same year. Maybe a little worse because that's kind of the way things go. Uh huh. Scripture also has a lot to say about working and laziness. Proverbs 13:4, the soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Being diligent, sticking to what God's given you to do, doing your best at it. Somebody is wondering about the work situation. I just want to say about work. Remember, Solomon found the people who loved and rejoiced and were able to take pleasure in the work they did were the happiest. I want to say this to you. There's two ways to look at this. If you know you're where God put you, then you got to find a way to enjoy it. you got to quit complaining and thinking about what you hate and find a way to enjoy it. Or the second thing is you're not in the right place. Okay, those are two sides of it. I'm not going to tell you which. I don't. I never tell people to quit their jobs, just in case you're wondering. Well, if someone came to me and said there was abuse or something, I might, but nobody has done that. So I don't, from the pulpit, tell you, oh, just quit your job and find another one. If there's something going on internal that you're unhappy with every job, you quit one, you're going to quit another one and another one and another one. And it's always going to be somebody else's fault. So, but there are situations where you're in the wrong place. Okay, it does happen. And don't look at someone and say you're in the wrong place because you're in the right place right now. It's just, I'm kind of thinking this over because maybe somebody's wondering, well, am I in the wrong place? You know, as I'm thinking about it, that's a prayer thing. Talking about work, that's a prayer thing. You go to prayer about it. But I feel to say this, if you can't be joyful about anything, you just can't. It's to the point where you can't think about anything else and you just have this nagging knowing it's not where you're supposed to be, then take a little time to prayer and do what needs to be done. If you're to the point where you're almost hating getting up and going, and not because you're lazy, but you're just hating it, it's time to pray. And it might be a change for you, okay? We need to also become healthier mentally. And often when you say health, right away people think of, physical and exercise and working out. What about mentally? This is important. Um, You see, how we think is who we are. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. What's going on in your thoughts, in your mind, does matter to the Lord. Are you healthy and strong mentally? Sometimes people have more issues than that. And I want to say this at this point of the message. We're talking about healing and we're talking about mental things. I am thankful for doctors. And I want to say this right from the get-go. The Lord uses doctors of all kinds, okay? Physical, mental things. Please, if you're with a doctor or you have a prescription, that's great, okay? Believe God and... uh, Reach out for a complete miracle, but allow doctors to speak into your life and thank the Lord for them, okay? Okay, so the mind, the thoughts need to be strong. We know from Scripture that the battle that the enemy fights is actually in our mind. 
And we're supposed to fight there. Let me just give you a verse on that. Again, we're not going really deep on anything today, but just touching it. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Okay, so the mind is a place where the enemy likes to try to defeat you before you even get going. You ever woke up in the morning and like, what? Or what is that depressing thought or whatever? Well, that's the enemy trying to ruin your day. What are you supposed to do with that? Take it captive. Don't receive it and dwell on it and believe it. Take it captive and make it obey what Christ says. You have a, wake up in the morning of thoughts about your day not so great. You say, eh, sorry, I'm taking you captive because my word says that this is the day the Lord has made and I get to rejoice and be glad in it. And you throw it out. And if you're able to do that, if you're able to say that and believe it, the days are unbelievably better. Okay? So let me just leave it at that. Obviously, uh, we're going to talk also about being healthy people in the sense of spiritually in just a minute. But when I talk about the mind, another thing that comes when we talk about healthy minds or maybe needing to become healthier, because we're talking about being healthier, is the area of anxiety or fear, worry. Now again, I realize there can be some spiritual stuff there as well, but there's also just some mind stuff that we play on over and over. Anxiety or fear, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. You see, Paul was encouraging Timothy because it kind of appears that he worried a bit too much. He maybe overthought things, but he, so he's encouraging him, hey, you don't have to fear. You don't have to be worried just because you're younger. Timothy was a bit younger. He, he encouraged him. If you know somebody who struggles with worry or anxiety, encourage them. Encourage them that God is with them. God's got them. And if you do struggle with worry or fear, anxiety, please don't go on YouTube and search up the daily news or, you know, whatever. Like, don't. Fill yourself with things that will bring you peace. Fill yourself with this, this word. This is a great thing to help for fear and anxiety. It really is. I actually encourage people, hey, for this, make sure and fill yourself with God's word. It helps in so many areas with the mind, so many areas. Struggling with wrong thoughts or evil thoughts, hey, fill it with the word. It's a great, great thing for our mental state. How many have a Bible app on their phone? There's a free Bible app if you don't have it. I talk to one of the pastors, they'll show you which one it is, or you can search it up free. You can do audio on those. As a matter of fact, sometimes uh, we encourage people, if you have trouble sleeping, play the audio Bible. I'm not saying the Bible's boring, but you will have such peace that you will fall asleep. Put it in Leviticus, you'll definitely fall asleep. <laughs> Her numbers, so-and-so begat so-and-so, and they begat so-and-so, you like, but there's peace in that word, and there's power in that word, and there's life in that word. So that is a really good thing for your mind. 
often when people can't sleep, what's going on? The mind, around and around and around and around and around, and it goes around the same bush. I remember when I first started pastoring leadership, there were so many things to think about. Pretty soon I was thinking about them all night. And I came, I was kind of praying about it. I realized, okay, I know what I need to do. Probably my wife actually told me this. I said I was praying about it, but she has a lot of wisdom. But I realized I need a notebook. So when the things started to come, I'd be like, write that down for tomorrow, write that down for tomorrow, write that down for tomorrow. Fine, I can sleep. And I slept like a baby. <laughs> but often we think, well, I, I can't forget this. It's so important. So write it down. We're obviously going to go deeper on that part. But again, if you're struggling in that area and you feel like, hey, I have prayed, I have tried all those, you can talk to a pastor and get prayer. You can get counseling from professional counselors, whatever is necessary. Don't stay this year in a spot where you're barely hanging on there mentally or whatever that might be, okay? I just want to be honest with people. Let's not pretend. When I told you to tell someone I have a strong mind, I'm not trying to tell you to pretend. I'm allowing you to speak something that will bring some life. But I also understand there's, we've got to take steps sometimes. Sometimes we've gone so far down in the area of health that we need help back up, okay? That can be physical, that can be mental. Or the last area that I want to talk about of being healthy people, we need to become healthy spiritually. You see, we are a mind, body, and we are a spiritual being. And that's maybe the harder one for people to grasp, but our spirits need to be healthy. Here's a couple things about our spirits being healthy. One thing, in our spiritual body, we need to be free, which might mean we need to be set free if we haven't yet been set free from things. Matthew 8, 16 says, That evening many demon-possessed people were brought to Jesus. He cast out the evil spirits with a simple command. And he healed all the sick. I like the way Jesus dealt with spiritual things. He got rid of them with a simple command. Shut up and go. You can read some other verses. That's pretty much what he told them. <laughs> Shut up and go. Sometimes people need spiritual freedom. And they don't know it because it's not an area we want to look at. It's not an area we want to get into. Or maybe you've had past experience where it's just totally crazy or you watch too many horror movies or something. You have a, a wrong view of it according to how Jesus did it. It was simple. And so we want to always be aware that there's a spiritual side and be willing to pray calmly with a simple command, if necessary, to deal with it. Okay? Freedom is a beautiful thing. When they were singing one of the songs tonight, and I can't actually remember which one it was. It was actually a couple songs talked about shackles or bondages being broken. Shackles falling to the ground, one said. Bondages being broken was in another song. But you know, I could see in my spirit the Lord Jesus just walking and touching someone and the bondage broke. Walking, touching someone else, and the shackles fell. You see, Jesus has all power, and we know in Scripture that an angel came when Peter was in jail and just spoke, and the shackles fell off, literal metal shackles. Well, Jesus does the same spiritually. If you feel there might be an area you're not free, then get prayer. You got nothing to lose, okay? All right, <laughs> I got to keep going on this, but he definitely wants us to be 
free. To be healthy in our spirits, of course, one of the main things is we need to be born again. If you're here tonight and you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, well, you need a new spirit. That's what he said in his word in John 3, and we'll read from 3 to 8. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus, how can an old man go back in his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but can't tell where it comes from or where it's going, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. You can't see the spiritual, but it's there. It's real. So if you're here tonight and you've never asked Christ to come in your life and give you that new spirit, you need that first to be healthy in your spirit. Without that, you can't be healthy. Also, let me speak to those who are believers already. You're a believer, but do you know that your spirit can become weak and need to be strengthened? Do you know that? Your spiritual person has the ability to need an increase of strength. Maybe you've been going nonstop. Maybe you haven't had time to pray. Maybe you haven't had time to read your Bible. The spirit gets weak. And I want you to know that is an actual thing. And scripture says that there is a way to become and refresh our strength in spirit. Isaiah 40 verse 29 he gives power to the weak, and to those that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths will faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is good news. What does it mean to wait on the Lord? Spend time in his presence. When you're in worship, you're waiting on him. When you're in prayer, you're waiting on him. When you're reading your word, you're waiting on him. When you're just being obedient, doing what he's asked, you're waiting on him. Spend time with him and he will strengthen your spirit. It's what he wants to do. Psalm 119, verse 25. So again, I get, we're just hitting on it. We're going to talk more about that area of prayer, obedience, waiting on him. But Psalm 119.25 talks about getting in his word. And this is a prayer. He starts at this, I lie in the dust, revive me by your word. I told you my plans and you answered. Now teach me your decrees. Help me understand the meaning of your commandments and I will meditate on your wonderful deeds. I will weep with sorrow. Encourage me by your word. Everybody say your word. Verse 29, keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions. I have chosen to be faithful. I have determined to live by your regulations. I cling to your laws, Lord. Don't let me be put to shame. I will pursue your commands for you expand my understanding. We need to be and can be lifted up and encouraged by his word. You want your spirit to be stronger? Get in his word. All right, I have great news about all this. It's not impossible, okay? It's not impossible to be healthier. 
But I gotta say this, health doesn't happen by accident. Health doesn't just naturally, accidentally happen in your life. You don't just, you know, like, this year I'm just gonna pray that I lose weight. But you don't change your eating, you don't exercise. You can pray a lot, it's not gonna happen. Is that true? Health requires you to take steps to change what you're doing. So it's not impossible. Jesus actually makes it possible. He paid the price for good health. So you and I can become healthy. And if tonight you're thinking, well, I can't because of something, you can. You can be the healthiest you this year. You can find out how to be the healthiest year the healthiest you, no matter what. And that will look different for each of us according to age and you know different things, different uh, DNA. It can look different for all of us, but we can be the healthiest us. It can be joyful. I guess that's what I want to say. Sometimes when you talk about health, it's like talking to people about a budget. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can do it because we have to, but I hate it. No, 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 no. This can actually be joyful as well. This can be a joyful thing. I think what I'm going to say here is the key is forming healthy habits. You see, so you know something, you try it once, it's probably not going to change, but forming healthy habits. And when you form healthy habits, they're actually enjoyable, okay? So whether that be some type of exercise or a reading that you do or you're going to decide you want to wake up and pray to the Lord every morning at a certain time, whatever it is, At first, it's going to seem a little difficult. But when you make it a habit, it's actually enjoyable. And the thing about habits, they take a few days to create a habit, okay? But I want to encourage you this year, drop some unhealthy habits and create some more. And if you can drop one unhealthy habit and create one new one, you're going to have a better year. I'm going to wrap up here. We need to be healthy before we can help others get healthy, don't we? Think about it for a minute. If we want to see others come and serve Christ, it's kind of like if you have a guy like, you know, hey, I'll coach you and how to get healthy, and he's really unhealthy and eats really bad, and you, well, don't worry, I know how it works. Pay me. You're not gonna, right? So just because you know what it says here and you can talk a good talk, that's not gonna cut it. So we want to become healthy in these areas so we can help other people. Now, I want to pray for the congregation tonight. I want to pray kind of what God showed about just touching and some uh, bondages we're breaking for anybody who might be feeling, hey, there's something holding me. I don't like it. We're going to pray for that. We're just going to have a simple command and believe that Jesus is the one touching people. What I saw was like hands like this, and he was just touching, they were breaking like really simple. So we'll kind of pray that in case there's anybody feeling that. And we're going to do that. And then I'm just going to pray for God to really drop in your spirit a healthy habit that you can begin. Okay, and if there's an unhealthy habit, we're going to ask him to break it. Okay, everybody good with that? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you right now for this group of people. Lord, it's so amazing that you just provide things for us. You give us more than we can even ask or think. And Lord, I just pray right now what you showed. If there's anybody here, Lord, that is feeling like there might be some type of bondage, some type of 
something keeping them from being free. Lord, whatever it might be, we just believe, Lord Jesus, that you paid the price and you're walking through this room right now, just touching, laying your hands, and the bondage is broke. Lord, whether that might be lust, it's broke. Whether it's a gluttony, broke. Maybe it's a spirit of anger, broke. Lord, whatever it is, we say we don't want to carry it into 2024. We don't want to have it bring us to our knees again and again, no more. Broke. And right now, with a simple command, just like Jesus said to do, I command every spiritual bondage be broken. Every spiritual bondage, leave. You have no right, no rights to touch God's people in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Right, Lord, I pray that you would put in our spirit right now a healthy habit to begin. The habit you know that we'll be able to do. And Lord, the one habit, an unhealthy habit, maybe we didn't even realize we had it. Show us so that we can end it. So we are going to end one, we're going to begin another. Show us what they are. We ask this in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Give him praise.